We hope you'll be blessed and inspired and challenged and motivated by this fresh word from Christian Heritage Church. As you're standing, Ephesians chapter 5, the last message in the series, Dangerous Times. Beginning in verse 15, the the Apostle Paul writes, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but, un- but do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation. That word means reckless living. It means it cheapens your life. Don't do that. Rather, he says, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Please be seated. Those worshiping, you can stay right where you're at. You're not going to bother me. Let God speak into your heart this morning. I want to talk to you today for just a few moments about being filled with the Spirit. We've talked about walking circumspectly, walking in wisdom, redeeming the time, understanding what the will of the Lord is. But today... Paul puts the capstone on the challenge to living in dangerous times. And he said, if you want to be successful as a believer in evil days, you must be filled with the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit. I want you to get it down in your soul today and understand God's will for you. If you understand what the will of God is, you will be filled with the Spirit. If you understand what the will of God is, you will be singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks to God in all occasions and for all reasons, and submitting to one another. That's the will of God. You need to understand that. Read the rest of Ephesians 5 and 6 and let Him show you the will of God for your life. Understand the will of God is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. We're a people that have a lot of problems. We have a lot of problems in our culture. We have a lot of problems in our society. We have a lot of problems even in the church. Because the things that we deal with on the outside follow us in. We carry them in. We have a lot of problems in the church. So I borrowed a line from the leaders of the Azusa Street Revival. It's in your outline. And it says, the solution to the problems that we encounter is a person, the Holy Spirit. He's the antidote for every error, the power for every weakness, the victory for every defeat, the answer for every need. He is available to every believer. He lives in our hearts and in our lives. The answer and the power to our problems today is contained in the person of the Holy Spirit of the living God. I've come to challenge you today. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, we're not Pentecostal in name. We're Pentecostal in practice. We believe the Holy Spirit of the living God lives and resides in us. We believe that He flows through us. And we're not talking about a one-time experience. We're talking about a continuous renewal and infilling of the Holy Spirit. Our church be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what the Word says. Jesus said in John 14... Greater works than these shall ye do, because I go to my Father. What greater works? Well, Jesus healed the sick. Jesus raised the dead. Jesus delivered people from demonic 
uh, torment and oppression. So we have to ask ourselves, if he said greater works than these will you do, where are they at? Let me take just a moment. Doug, would you stand up? In April of this year, Doug had a massive heart attack, didn't even know about it, went to the doctor in June. They discovered it. He had 5% heart function. Do you know he should have been dead? 5%. We began praying for Doug, and Doug began walking in faith. Every time you ask him how he's doing, he says, I'm fantastic and getting better. He understands the Lord, his God, is a powerful God, a healing God, a mighty God, a delivering God. He went to the doctor this Thursday, and he is walking through that process of healing. His heart function is now 25%. Oh, come on, somebody. That doesn't happen through medication. Thank you, Doug. That doesn't happen because someone does the right things or eats the right food. It happens because God touches you through the power of the Holy Spirit and God recreates what was destroyed and makes you new again. Oh, somebody, get it in your spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Four weeks ago, Sam Pate was taken to the hospital with a massive brain infection. They didn't think he was going to live. He was on unbelievable antibiotics for weeks. Can I tell you that what the doctor said it's going to take years for him to recover is already happening. His memory's returning. His speech has returned. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm here to tell you, greater works are happening if you'll open your eyes and let God touch your heart and life. That's what the Word says. When we're filled with the Holy Spirit, the power of God is demonstrated in our hearts and in our lives. Stanley Jones was a missionary to India for much of the last century. And he wrote these words, Pentecost is not a spiritual luxury. It's an utter necessity for human living. The human spirit fails unless the Holy Spirit fills. Oh, you need to remember that. That's a powerful statement. The human spirit fails unless the Holy Spirit fills. It's Pentecost or failure. It's being filled with the Holy Spirit or failure. Someone said he must have been a mighty Pentecostal preacher. No, my friend, he was a Methodist preacher. But he understood the truth of God's Word. Listen, you've allowed denominationalism to separate you and to cause you to believe doctrines that may not be according to Scripture. But if you'll open your heart and open your mind and say, God, you're my Lord and Savior. Now fill me with your Holy Spirit. Watch and see what He will do. Experience the mighty power of God. Greek scholars tell us the word interpret, be filled, is in the present imperative tense in the Greek. And it actually means a continual replenishment, an ongoing and repeated filling. I said it earlier, I'm going to say it again. I can line folks up all across this church and they'll tell you I was filled with the Holy Ghost in 19-whatever I was filled with the Holy Ghost 10 years ago. I'm not interested in that. I want to know, are you being continually refilled with the power of the Holy Spirit? Is your experience up to date, on fire, renewed day by day? Or are you resting on your laurels, remembering what happened some years back? I've come to tell you, God wants to fill you today. A very awkward interpretation of that scripture would say, go on being filled. Go on being filled. That's what it actually means. When I was a kid in western Oklahoma, my dad decided that he would drill an irrigation well, and he did. 
And then he decided he'd plant alfalfa for a cash crop, and he did. But what he didn't tell us is how much work that would be. He, uh, you know, at that time, they had big wheel move systems that you could use for irrigation. You've seen them on the fields when you're going down the highways. That's not my dad. He had five kids. He had five kids to work the farm. I've said this to him, so don't be alarmed. Matter of fact, his favorite expression was child labor. And my response back to him was, you get what you pay for. He bought a hand move irrigation system. That means pieces of pipe that are 30 feet long. There's a joint every 30 feet. You have to pick them up, carry them to the next place you're going to set them. And you do that all the way across the field. And you do it every three to four hours all day long. Time after time after time. We'd have family come down from the city and they would think moving pipe was the greatest thing in all the world. And I thought, you're an idiot. Do this seven days a week. You might change your tune. The point is, in order for that alfalfa to grow and dad to get five cuttings a year so he could sell that hay, it had to be watered continuously. We couldn't water it in May and then hope it would be ready to harvest in July. It had to be watered continuously. And as soon as we got all the way across the field, we'd pick all the pipe up, go to the other end, and start all over again. My point, folks, is you've got to understand God wants us to be watered, filled with the Holy Ghost continuously. Not a one-time thing. If we'd have watered that alfalfa one time, it would have dried up and blown away. It would have burned up. There would have been no produce. Oh, come on. If you're looking at your life and there's no fruit, if you're looking at your life and you feel you're barren, can I challenge you? Come back and get filled with the Holy Spirit one more time again. Let God do something mighty and powerful in your heart and in your life. You see, we can read in Acts chapter 2 that the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. The Bible says they were all in one accord and in one place. And the Holy Spirit fell upon them. And read it in verse 4, it says, And they all spoke with tongues and gave glory to God as they were filled with the Holy Spirit. But when you read on, that wasn't the only example they had. In Acts 4, they were filled again with the Holy Spirit. What does that tell me? It tells me we can't set up camp and build tabernacles in an upper room experience. We have got to press on and press in and let God, the Holy Ghost, move in us and through us every single day. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. I remember when I was filled with the Holy Spirit. It's 1976 on a John Deere 5020 tractor in the middle of a western Oklahoma wheat field. But that was only the first time. Can I tell you, I need to be refilled again and again and again and again and again and again and again. Because the pressures and the cares of this life drain you, sap you, turn your vision away from God. Oh, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit is what the Scripture tells us to do. How do we stay continuously filled with the Holy Spirit? This is what I want you to hear. And then we're going to worship And then we're going to pray. So worship team, come back. I'm just about done. You need to read it from John chapter 7. These are Jesus' words, not mine. He said in John 7, 37 through 39, On the last and great day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, I want you to catch these words. The first is thirsty. The second is believes. Whoever believes in me, as the Scripture has said, 
Streams of living water will flow. Oh, I don't know about you, but I want to be a stream of living water. Well, I want to tie that to the Old Testament passage that says, From the throne of God, the river of life flows. And everywhere it goes and everything it touches, it brings life. Do you understand? When you're a stream of living water, when the Holy Ghost flows through you, you become a source of life to those around you. You want to know why your family doesn't want to come to church? Maybe because you're not a source of life. You want to know why your friends are tired of listening to you? Maybe because you're not a source of life. Stop moaning, groaning, grumbling, and complaining. And start being filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart unto the Lord. Giving thanks to God in all occasions for all things. And watch life flow. Watch life flow. It'll happen every time. It goes on in verse 39, by this he meant the Spirit. So how are we continually filled with the Spirit? We thirst for him. We thirst for him. We thirst for him. Right now I could really use a drink of water. But as much as I need water to wet my dry mouth, more than that, I need the Spirit of God to wet my dry soul, to once again saturate me, to fill me, to flow through me, so the streams of living water can flow one more time. And we have to believe Jesus. He said, I'm going away, but I'm sending another. He's the Holy Ghost. He's going to teach you. He's going to guide you. He's going to empower you. He's going to lead you. Oh, come on, folks. If Jesus said it, isn't it time to believe? He sent the Holy Spirit. We need to come to Him. He's the baptizer. And then we drink deeply. Not just a little sip. I got enough to make it through to the next week. Lord, I want you to fill me up. I want you to fill me up. I want my cup to overflow. I want my cup to overflow. I don't want to be just a well of living water. I want to be a stream of living water. I want life to flow from my being because the God of life resides in me and the God of hope lives in me and the God of power lives in me. I want to be able to pray for the sick and see them healed. I want to believe He's the God of the miraculous. Well, I've come to tell you this morning, God's not dead. The Holy Ghost is here. And He's saying, let me fill you up. Let me fill you up. Come back, Tom. I want you to sing that again. I'll provide the fire. You provide the sacrifice. Stand your feet across this room this morning. If that's your desire, if that's your quest, if that's your goal in this room today, lift your hands to Him and say, God, I'll provide, I'll provide the sacrifice. Fill me up, God. Fill me up, God. Say it out, Courtney. Our prayer is that God will take this word and plant good eternal seeds deep into your soul. Father, we pray for your great wisdom to infiltrate this listener, draw them to you, and take them gently down the road to their next destination in life. And if you're in need of a home church, we invite you to join us at Christian Heritage Church on Shera Road in Tallahassee, Florida. A multicultural church founded on the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. For a worship service where the presence of God has first place, you're invited to Christian Heritage Church. Sunday morning service is at 10.30, Wednesday evening at 7, plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For all the latest information, visit our website, 
chctoday.com.